the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions. 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We're going to be here for the next hour. Well, give or take. Yeah. Mas o menos. A few minutes. Yeah. Uh, Talking to you about all kinds of stuff going on in your yard and garden. Or whatever they want to talk about. Or whatever you would like to talk about if you'd like to give us a call. Uh, Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Hazy this morning. Overcast. Uh, that's what it was. Was it, yeah. is it supposed to rain or something? I didn't. Semantics. Uh, it, I don't know. Well, you know, I guess if we're going to go there, I don't ever think of hazy being during the night. Hazy is when you're when you right, have daylight hours and you can't see. I, I, that's all I would. I guess you're right. Yeah, because it, it couldn't. I I couldn't see any stars or anything. So I get that it's got to be clouds. But I want to n- noted for the record, I was not the one questioning or doubting you on that. I was just going with it. It was these guys. These guys that were. <laughs> I know when you I would say normally, these guys. You mean George? I, I would normally be the one who did it, but it was not okay. Well, to, to Mark's point about rain, you're the weatherman. What's going on? Yeah, exactly. That's an excellent question. I totally agree with you. Okay, that's a good question. I don't know. I did not look at the forecast this week. I was just you were actually, relishing the fact that it was cool last night. It was. It was, it was, it was, it was very it was nice. A very nice night. Yeah. I was um, in Cajon and for. One of those uh, concert things, mm-hmm. park concert. It was pretty cool. And the, I mean, the weather was gorgeous. Yeah. Well, I, I'm and kind I got of, to see Shotgun Tom Kelly. Yeah, I, that's what you said. Yeah. yeah. Radio Can you do the yeah. No, I was going to say I can't do that. Yeah. Um, Quite frankly, he didn't he, really do it that well last night either. He was interesting. I hope he's not listening this morning. Well, I doubt. Well, I guess the good news is with the with the drought that we're facing in California. Careful, we're expecting a thousand year flood that's going to give us flooding over the entire over the entire state, like they had in Western Kentucky. But not what, eight, not in the next couple of days. No, within the next. What is what, what was is it? Forty years? years. I think it's forty within years. Forty years. Right. Yeah, but but flooding over the entire state of California, like they had back in. Kentucky. Or are we going to catch it? Catch okay, the water this time? Or are we? Uh, I don't know. No, is it all going to the ocean? We, well, well, I mean, with, 40, with forty years, they they may be able to. When in doubt, flush it out. I thought that was. Uh, I mean, obviously, obviously, things are changing with the climate, but I, I thought that was a rather bold prediction. Bold prediction. Yeah, that's yeah. well. You know, we, I don't. Oh, by the I, time I, you know, forty years is or whatever, it's uh, nobody will remember it anyway. Although it was, well, it'll it'll refill Thule Lake, which was the largest freshwater lake this side of the Mississippi, up in the Central Valley. That was the, it was pretty much the it entire was, Central yeah, Valley. It was wasn't huge, it? and they 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 had steamboats on it. They supplied. Most of the freshwater oh, fish. I wonder up if it'll, it might to, might um, refill Owens Lake too. There we go. There. So there's yeah. a positive. To look on the bright side. We can bring back paddle wheelers. So, uh, well, I did hear they're going to start using wind technology to power steam sh- or to, power to power ships. ships. Yeah. Yes. What a what a there's a novel what a, concept. What a, what a what a world we live in yes. these days. Yes. Yeah. I did. Yes. Yeah. I did see that, and uh, some people were uh, just blown away by 
no pun intended, um, <laughs> by that The idea of using concept. wind to move ships. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Huh. Who would have thought? Time to be alive. Yeah. 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 Nothing <laughs> like going backwards. What, what yeah. a time to be alive. Uh, it's the marine layer, I have been corrected. Oh, is that what My it is? My sister Cindy, yes, said it's the marine layer. Okay. So there's three people listening. I wonder if you know of anybody that oh, might oh. be. Roxy? Maybe. Yeah, perhaps. Okay. But, yeah. Okay. Have her call. 888-344-1170? Exactly. Okay. Ask a question. Um, it's supposed to be more of the same this week, weather-wise. Hot. Hot, warm, some monsoonal moisture in the afternoons. Supposed to be drier Sunday, Monday, but then the monsoonal moisture Are they returns. They're going to get a lot of rain over there in Arizona and Nevada, or Las I Vegas. Hope so. I think it's been nice. There's been a, a pretty decent breeze, at least in Poway. Well, there's, there's a p- pretty good-sized chunk of uh, Death Valley that's still closed because of the flooding that they oh, really? had up there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, the road in the road into Death Valley from Beatty, Nevada, is closed because the access to um, the ghost town Rhyolite is, okay. is shut off now. You can't get you can't get to Rhyolite, and then there's an there's an outdoor sculpture museum in that area too that you can't you can't access right now. I just I just saw that yesterday. Wow. So uh, if you're going to if you're planning on going to Death Valley in the summertime, you might want to check with the park and see see where you can get in and, and what's going on. Does it get hot out there in the yeah. summer? I don't know. It was, it, I, I was kind of disappointed when I went in July with the kids, and it was only 118 in Badwater. But what you, are you get it, do? you get out on it. But it's a dry heat. But yeah. it, it is it is a dry heat. I will give you that. But there's a there is a section of it where you could drive out onto the onto the salt on the on the lake and drive out there and it's 118 and you get out and it is blinding because the, it's, so, it's yeah. just white. white and you and you're standing out there with the you, you can just can feel the heat reflecting off of the salt and of course your retinas are burning um, but you can hear the salt cracking it just it oh, sounds it, it, it sounds wild, like yeah. it sounds like right it sounds like you're standing in a bowl of rice krispies <laughs> Because uh, you can just hear it cracking as in in the sunlight. It's it's pretty it's pretty impressive. I I, I have to admit, but yeah, it was a, it was only 118 when we were there. So it was, I think it was well below the, the what's the record? It's like 134 or something like that. That, that they recorded. It's hot. I thought 122 was what created the Baker thermometer. Oh, the, I think yeah, but that but that's not that's not Death Valley though. That's just the Mojave Desert. That was the, the gateway. Well, it might be, but it's not in Death Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, and I remember, <laughs> I remember when they built the Baker thermometer, and the, like a few days before the, because um, you and I had dro- driven yeah. to Vegas just before they, before they dedicated it, and then they had that big windstorm yeah. like a day or two before the dedication, and it blew <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, maybe um, the same people that built the courthouse <laughs> could, could be. Um, We've got that's funny. Yeah, we we've got uh, classes in both stores today at nine o'clock in San Diego. It's going to be water saving techniques with James um, at nine thirty in Poway. It's going to be brassicas and other fall vegetables with Farmer Roy. And I think we are expecting a call from Farmer Roy towards the bottom of the hour here in, on the show. So he's going to tell us more about what he's going to be talking about. Um, I wanted to ask George about brassicas versus cruciferous vegetables. Where did... We had a conversation. Yeah, why? Aren't they the same thing? Yes. That's what I thought. Okay. Um, next Saturday, the 27th. God, through and August already. No kidding. That's ridiculous. Um, in San Diego, when we get old. In San Diego, it's going to be fall veggies with Josh. And in Poway, it's going to be vegetable seed saving with Adams. Who's going to be doing that class. Um and then September third, there, there's um, September third. It's Labor Day weekend, and <gasps> there's no classes in Poway. I'm assuming that San Diego is probably going to be dark for that weekend, but we'll we'll keep you updated before we get to that point. And both of the stores will be open regular hours on Labor Day if you're looking for something to do on your last long weekend of the summer. It does <laughs> does it have a name like the moons? I guess it's the Labor Day weekend, the last one, the, the last final. 
last weekend? What the last, last super weekend? Yes, yeah, so <laughs> the, the last super weekend. It's of, a super uh, blue weekend. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. What else have we got going on? Uh, I saw something interesting the other day, which I had never seen before, and I have no idea how it popped up on my feed because I certainly wasn't talking about it where my phone could hear it or anything. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that strange? Yeah. You can buy hornworms online. To horn feed worms? to your chickens? Hornworms. I guess to feed to birds. Um, but you can, Oh, you can like buy, tomato hornworms? Yeah, like tomato really? hornworms. You can, you can buy like a box of 48 hornworms. Are they alive? I'm assuming... But or you can I, go into my garden and get a bunch. Oh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You can go there. I just, I, I just thought that was that is. I guess you can I buy thought, I thought it was weird. Yeah. I just, that was one thing that would had never occurred to me would be to. Yeah, I, I can't. I I can't imagine that the hornworm market is yeah. that big. And well, you, you say that, but one of our coworkers in Poway will not let us take some of them and toss them to the chickens because. Um, they believe that they they want them around to pollinate their dragon fruit and other night blooming hornworms or well, the, the, the moth the that it turns the moth. into. Oh, yeah, the okay. moth that it turns into. So some people will not destroy them or use BT around them. So the market might be larger than you think. Yeah, it could, it could uh, be. That is, and, yeah, I don't know. and I think we're we're missing an opportunity to sell them at the stores. <laughs> maybe. It's like some so people, ra- we, some people bring them, them in yeah. to find out what they are. And we now, can sell rather them. than throw them to the chickens, we yeah. should be collecting them. I, I think if we replay the radio show this morning, a few minutes ago, one of you said it's a great time to be alive. <laughs> yeah. now, how do we de- how do we get to, to devolve them? to this? That's what we do, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Well, so there are people that you know they're very destructive, obviously on, on oh, yeah. any of be. the nightshade family plants. So I had them destroy a, a the purple uh, potato bush plant. Oh yeah, yeah, had them destroy one of those. But hornworms, hornworms doing, doing yes. you a favor there. I've yeah. never. That's interesting because I've never seen them 17, on seventeen. Seventeen of them on a single plant. I've never seen them on anything except tomatoes. Tomatoes. I've had them on eggplant. I've had them on um, peppers, but. Uh, we had a, a young woman come in did with you some. Just, did you just and no, I, I, no, 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 no. I had a young woman come in the other day, and she had it in a in a little butterfly cage, the hornworm, and she wanted to know what what it was and whether she get, should get rid of it. And we said yes, it's you know of no oh, value. Apparently, we right. we were wrong because you can sell them. But um, <laughs> we said we normally just feed them to the chickens, and she said, "Oh, I could never do. I can't do that. We I'd want it to become what it should be." Well, chicken food. Chicken uh, food. Then so. just just give it. It is some, your destiny. Then yeah. give it. Buy a tomato for it to munch on, exactly. and then give it some dirt to dig into. There and, we go. And you're you're good to go. You know that's funny. I remember as a kid, I we used to see um, sphinx moths fairly frequently around, but I Don't I can't remember it. the last time yeah. I saw one. They're still they're still out and about, and they're they like out, the yeah. lantana at night. I don't know how they find it, but they I see them at night cruising around on my lantana. Feeding on the flowers, or oh, right, yeah. And when I was visiting Jim Roop a few years ago in Prescott, they were out during the day there on his really? on his plants. Bright daylight, they were everywhere, all over the Chitalpa, yeah, to figure out which one it is. Chitalpa is the cross between Chalopsis and Catalpa, and Correct. it's the, the shrubby one, right? Well, they all are gross to me, but yeah. Anyway, it was in full bloom. It had salvia around the base, and middle of the day there were dozens of those sphinx moths on them. Well, a couple of years ago at, at, at Poway, we had we had one fluttering around our our uh, tables, hmm. our butterfly tables. Middle of the day. That's that's because that's somebody bizarre. saved a tomato hornworm. Could be. Could be. If you want to give us a call today, 888-344-1170 is the number. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. 
Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back with more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. I didn't know Sammy Hagar was in town. Yeah. I saw someone key was he on KUSI? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was. I think he, he was. He forgot he was to comb couple, his hair. Yeah, well, it was a couple of days ago. I think <laughs> Sammy Hagar. Repeat, he doesn't comb his it. hair. Uh, let's see. If you want to give us a call, day eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is the number. We're going to go up the coast a little bit to San Francisco, where a little bit. David is waiting. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not. Good morning, David. How are you? Hey, morning. You know, I um, heard the news, uh, what, a week or so ago, they were projecting, Weather Service was projecting some massive rainstorms down in Southern California. What are those are projected for, what, uh, November, December, late this year? I'd have to consult with our meteorologist who's busy drinking Diet Pepsi right now. But <laughs> yeah. uh, I couldn't get my Coke, <laughs> Coke Zero on sale, so I had to slum a little bit so have um, you heard that david no but if, if they're already they're doing the extended forecast the, yeah the yeah this was on the it was headline news uh that california is expected to is this uh it's not an el nino year i guess it's a la nina yeah, year la nina yeah i think that's it, what they said i thought we usually end up drier than normal well, somehow or another, they were projecting, you know, massive rainstorms late this year. No. And, and so I'm, I'm concerned about erosion control. Uh, you know, as, as dry as it's been, uh, yeah. there's very little grass or any, you know, shrubbery or anything else to hold back, uh, you know, the loss of topsoil to the ocean. Right. So I'm wondering, you know, we've still got a couple of months uh, to put in some kind of buffers or barriers or, uh, you know, uh, obstacles to slow down the rain and, uh, or excuse me, slow down any kind of erosion. Uh, Hey, erosion, yeah, and um, are there catchment basins, uh, you know, some kinds of ideas that would capture topsoil, filter it uh, before it could be lost to the ocean? Well, there's there's different things that you can do. One of the things that you see fairly fairly frequently down here, I'm not so sure how much they use it up there, um, is, is straw wattles, which is basically a, a tube of netting that is packed with straw, and then you go out put them along the face of uh, put them along the stake them into place along the face of different banks that that are in danger of eroding and they act as a stabilizer, as a stabilizer dam to to catch the to catch the water in the silt as it's running as it's running off and slow yeah, it down yeah they do those up here yeah so that that's one of the most common ones that you see uh if you're if you're trying to plant an area and get a ground cover established and you're worried about runoff you can also use jute netting uh which is just a very coarse net that's made out of um jute, jute out yeah. of jute yeah jute was yeah. Hemp, yeah yeah you can you can you can cover the you can cover the bank with that stake it into place and then when you're planting the we, the weave of the jute netting is is light enough that you can you can just kind of pull it apart dig the hole for the plant and put it in and then just kind of tuck it all back together again and and the netting will help hold the bare areas <clears throat> um, of your bank while your ground cover is rooting in over the top of it. And right. Then, and yeah. then, yeah. And then the new and the netting will the netting will eventually just uh, break down yeah, and, break, deteriorate, and, right. and deteriorate and and break down into the soil. Sure. And then, well, you, yeah, you might you might keep an eye out for these news stories. They were talking, you know, ten inch rains in an afternoon or so. Wow, that, 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 that's, that's the wasn't that the hundred year flood <laughs> forecast they were talking about? In the next forty years, we're going to get that, that was, that's you know, the one that was a thousand thousand year, year flood. Right. Wasn't that what? I mean, that's, made, the, that's what I that's recall what it sounds seeing. Like. That's what we heard, but that's, not, that's within the next 40 years, not November, though, for that particular no, story. No, they were talking about this year, and, okay. and uh, okay. the, the well, projections yeah. are, yeah. And, uh, see, the thing is, you know, obviously, uh, you know, the, the oceans are becoming more dead zones, and so massive storms with the, the dead zones in the ocean, the ocean becomes uh, stagnant and warm. And then the storms are forming uh, over that warm water, and uh, and that's what's uh, you know I, if I remember right, uh, 
you know, hurricanes used to be like 250 miles across. They had a, a massive hurricane about five or seven years ago uh, that was 2,500 miles across. That thing was so big, it, and then it shot from the Philippines straight up toward the Bering Strait in, in Alaska. And then uh, it, it went at high speed, just crashed into that polar vortex and knocked a chunk of cold air all across uh, the Midwest, and it landed in Texas. And they had a massive freeze down there. This is about seven or eight years ago, not two years ago. So it's a massive hurricane in the Philippines ended up causing a cold snap in Texas that froze all of their oranges. So it, um, you know, this is all the result of pollution and global warming from pollution. And uh, like I'm saying, you know, this uh, look for this news story a week or so ago that, and they're projecting it for Southern California, not necessarily uh, Northern. Well. And the other thing too is, you know, everybody's hoping, you know, this is going to fill up Lake Mead or you know some other uh, some some of the uh, reservoirs and dams, but. If these are going to be 10-inch rains in, in the course of a matter of hours, uh, you know, you can have structural damage to a dam by having it filled too fast. So it, uh, I'm just, you know, there are a lot of preparations that uh, we need to be looking at. Yeah. Well, hopefully they, the powers yeah, that be are, exactly are, are on it, taking, yeah. taking that to heart and, and, taking a, and taking a look at it. David, thank you very much for the call. We appreciate it. Thanks for getting up on the weekend and listening to us, and have a great weekend up there in San Francisco. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. Um, so we can take preparations, though, too. We can get our rain barrels because true. we can Catch fill up a lot of water. Yeah. And yeah. I can Ten inches that. in an afternoon? Well, well, you're you're have, not going to need your rain barrel. Well, I'll have it for later on. Yeah, my rain exactly. barrels, plural, so I can get my 12, 1,400 gallons. In about three minutes, <laughs> it won't. It won't it, at those at those kinds of uh, precipitation levels. Yeah, yeah it, it won't take long at all. Uh, on a non-gardening level, I mean, Fashion Valley is going to get flooded like crazy. Well, that's, if that's oh, yeah. the case. Because yes. you know, one gonna, drop of rain makes like roads closed to Fashion Valley yeah, and the parking cr- garage. It's crazy. I remember exactly. back in the day when we used to go to the late seventies. You can see water from one side of the uh, valley to the other. Yep. It's crazy. Unless you live yeah. down there, it'd be kind of cool to see it again. Well, exactly. I mean, and I, well, I'm not going to say anything. Well, it happens I fairly. It's going to. It, it happens. Yeah. Fairly with it. It's yeah. not unusual for it no. to happen. That's you know, fa- Fashion Valley Road gets closed. Oh yeah. Um, well, yeah, the, I mean, all those golf the, courses. The, the, you see. And now, I mean, I. Well, What's I that so. waterway? That little tiny little stream that's in there. The San Diego River. Yeah. 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 So it. Yeah. Once the river will come back to the river. I mean. Yeah. I was, I was reading an I was reading an article yesterday. You and I had talked about it a little bit, David. Um, the botanical building in Balboa Park is is closed right now for renovation, and <clears throat> there is some controversy as to what they are going to do with it. And I haven't heard. I was looking yesterday to see if there was any definitive information out there on it, and there isn't. But what surprised me was the construction part of the renovation is due to be finished in December of 2023. So we're we're over a year out. A year and a half, yeah. Almost a year and a half. And they've been working on it for a while now. But we're a a year and a half out before the construction part of the restoration is done. Wow. They haven't even scheduled – the installation of irrigation and landscaping they inside the building, yet. and but be... that just surpri- that well, that, yeah, that just of... surprised me that they they have it's like well we haven't even we haven't even started thinking about that yet. It, well, I think they have been thinking about that, but they're still not sure what the heck they're gonna what do. they're going to do with it. Yeah. And if they turn it into a commercial venue versus oh, the no. the botanical wonder that it has been, um, that could. <clears throat> create some uh no need for irrigation or less yeah, need for irrigation right. i did see that they that a lot of the they said a lot of the plant material that was in the building was dug up and relocated to other areas of the park i don't know where um and then some of the more the the bigger specimen plants 
were um, relocated to an off-site facility to hold on to them until they're ready to go back in again. So some of the specimen plants that were in there, it sounds like, we'll, hopefully will go back in again. Because yeah. there was some neat stuff in there. There was a lot, there of, was a lot of plants, plants in there. Yeah, so... So we shall see, but they they did say that they're going to restore they're going to restore the facade of the building to what it looked to more of what it looked like in for the nineteen fifteen exposition more yeah. um, a bigger uh, stucco facade to the front with windows. The in building's going to look really nice. And the building's going to look really good. Yeah, and I'm guessing whatever they end up doing is going to be a nice botanical of botanical interest, but it's going to. If they're going to take any of that space and make it commercial venue space, the footprint hasn't gotten any larger. So the number of plants is going to be dramatically reduced. Yeah, it would be dramatically reduced. So so if that's something that interests you, I would highly recommend you keep an eye out on the on the news um, for information that's that's coming out and on that. What is the new hybrid name of the Friends of Balboa Park? I can't remember. Okay. I just saw Sorry, it yesterday. I just saw it yesterday and I I can't remember what it was. But that would be an avenue if you want to participate through whatever that organization is. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, plumeria cuttings. We got. Oh, you got. We've got quite a few in in Poway. Uh, I would imagine they are in San Diego. I did not 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 check. Um, But people were picking them up, picking them up. those come from quite frequently over, from over. our pickup, our houseplant pickup in North County, and I don't think San Diego is getting plants from there. So they oh, they oh, may okay. not. Oh no! So maybe well, typically not. we they, don't. They may not. They may only be in Poway. I do have yeah. one sitting on my desk. I'm doing one of those tests to see how long it <laughs> takes for it to die. The desiccate yeah. die. Well, how long I can let it see? I'm going to see if it'll root on my desk under yeah. my keyboard. Well, the well under the, the uh, elevated desk. The dragon fruit rooted pretty well in your office. <laughs> and I will take responsibility for that because I am the one that brought that cutting in there. Thank so, you. Yeah. I usually, you know, whenever there's just something laying around, it's David who did it. And well, typically. He usually is. Yeah. That, no, that, was, that wasn't you. That was me. Thank so. you. But it is amazing that that, um, that dragon fruit cutting's got roots on it that are about six inches long. Did you oh, really? eat the dragon fruit you, you harvested? I, I, I put it on the I put it on the bread table. Then he, I gave one to Ivan. And I put didn't it see on it. The what variety? I never the red one. That's I don't know. It was dark red inside. It was it's, dark, really dark, but it wasn't very big. Was it from ours in the back? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because we had we had dark star back there. Might have been. I, I but I didn't hear any reports on. Okay. Ivan said it was good. Oh, okay. Good. So, yeah. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We would love to talk to you. And speaking of talking to people, we are going to talk to Farmer Roy, who's on the line right now. Good morning, Roy. How are you? Great. How are you guys doing? We're good. We're good. Thanks for getting up early and talking to us. He's always up early. Well, that's true. This is is late. (laughs) It's lunchtime. If I came to work at this time, I'd never get anything done. Well, there you go. There you go. I got a couple comments. I have a couple comments and a question. Okay. Uh oh. So, one, Ken, today is the 20th. So, you get me at the Poway Walter Anderson to talk about brassicas and other fall vegetables. You lost a week there, buddy. I did? Yeah, you mentioned the third. You thought it was the thirteenth. 
Yeah. You know, I, I could have, I could have, I could have, I could have swore it was the 20th. One way or another, and for whatever well, reason. Well, I got the number wrong, but I did say it was today. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm coming. Okay. I'm coming. Good. I'm, I'll be there at 930, and we're going to talk about maintaining your beautiful organic garden with brassicas and other fall vegetables. Don't don't let tomatoes uh, suck the life out of you and, <laughs> and, and get you to stop growing in your garden, because your fall garden is actually the most beautiful garden you can grow. And a lot so. easier. It's a lot easier and a lot quicker. Yep. Yeah. So I will see everybody there at 930 with bells on. Well, I'll be there a little earlier. And uh, then this is a question for for uh, David, a trivia question. Oh, uh, come on. You were, uh, I'm, uh, and I, this is for a burrito. If you can get it, I'll buy a burrito. Uh, the Self-Realization Fellowship was showcased in what movie? Oh, man, that's a good one. That should be a question for Ken. Let him not know the answer. Rather, Well, than I don't know the, I okay, don't know the answer. It, it, and I was just rock, there. Jerry Lewis? It was, was Jerry Lewis? It was a rock and roll movie. Okay, I, you've stumped, you've stumped the, uh, the panel. So who, what was it? Rainbow Bridge with Jimi Hendrix. Oh, the soundtrack is an awesome album. I would have never wow. ever so gotten it. About that. a bunch of hippies hanging out there smuggling drugs, and then it ends up in Hawaii. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll, Rainbow Rainbow Bridge, you said. Rainbow Bridge, fantastic movie. Oh, I have and to look that like, up. If you like Jimi Hendrix, you got it. You got to watch it. Oh, I will definitely take a look for it. That sounds very interesting. And we were I, we were talking about it last week on the show. Uh, Melanie and Blake and I had just gone to the uh, meditation garden at the Fel- Self Realization Fellowship, and we were commenting on how how beautiful it is, and yeah, the location yeah. is incredible. Yeah, they actually have a bunch of uh, there's a bunch of land across the street from there that I don't know what they're doing with it now, but that was utilized for growing uh, growing organic vegetables. Oh, right across the street. I did not know that. I think there's a shopping center over there now. Yeah, probably. I haven't been in about five years. But. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you guys later. Have a great day and take care. Thank you. Thanks. You too, Roy. Thanks, Roy. We'll, see you in a bit. We'll see you in a bit. Well, according to the Farmer's Almanac, oh, do you have another call? Go ahead. Well, according to the Farmer's Almanac, mild, drier than normal for the Southwest. But that that was released on the fourth of August, so I'm still looking. I'm I'm still worried well, about was ten a, inches of rain. It was a yeah. I I thought it was supposed to be La Nina this third uh, for a rare third right, year, a, which would be dry in Southern California. Yeah. Right. Although sometimes with La Ninas, don't we get a a really strong storm? season early and then nothing after that don't we have an early wet yeah kind of yeah that sounds about right uh let's see we're gonna go back to the phones we're gonna go talk to uh linda in san diego good morning linda how are you i'm good i have a new patch of diamondia that my landscape contractor put in Mm -hmm. and um it's about four weeks old now and i've watered according to what he said but it looks like about half of it now is been kind of shriveled up, dried up, turning whitish, and um, I don't want it all to die back, and I'm wondering how to handle it. Well, how how often are you watering it? The first two weeks was every other day, and then he got me down to three times a week. And is, and is it on a sprinkler system, or are you watering by hand? or Twice a week, it's on a sprinkler system with the whole area, and then I added a hand-watered day by myself. Okay. Yeah, so, they they do the the plant itself naturally does have a white color to the foliage on it. Um, there are some yeah. areas that are nice bright green. I've had thymondia before, and they look really really healthy. There's you know parts of it, but yeah, the rest doesn't. How much water does it get with the yeah, sprinklers? Yeah, I was going to say, it's got to be a water issue probably. But. It was, um, the, the automatic sprinkler is, it was four minutes, uh, three times a day for uh, two or three times a week, well, two times a week, and then I hand-watered. But then he had me go do four times a day, uh, three times a day, three minutes, um, sorry, then he went... It was 
three times for four minutes, and then he had me skip the middle one. So it's three times twice, uh, three minutes twice, and then um, I'm hand-watering about the same. Is it, is it staying soaking wet there? or Not is really. It, drain? It, it, it looks, it's very black soil. He put good topsoil in with manure stuff and all. Um, so it's a little hard to tell, but it's, it, he said it's retaining the water pretty well. <sighs> if part of it looks good and part of it doesn't, yeah, I would go sit down out there and spend the day looking for slight yeah. differences, something that could be causing is it a little where where the patterns are and that should help you to to determine whether it's it's too, probably water and is it too much or too little and it could be both uh depending on how the sprinklers are casting over over this area and where shadows might come across it but if you're having both success and failure in the same thing i would sit out there and watch the water when it happens i would look at shadow patterns as they happen and look at at heat from sidewalk pathways things like that that might be compounding a water issue and causing the the fluctuations there you can also you can also check the efficiency of the sprinkler system by going and buying the the kind of the squat um clear plastic cocktail glasses the disposable ones and set them up in a grid pattern across the across the area um maybe about two to three feet apart um and especially in the areas where you see, where you see the changes, run the sprinklers through a normal cycle, and then and it doesn't really matter how long that cycle is, but once you run it, go out and take a look, and if the areas that are not looking good have less water in them than the areas that are looking good, then that could be the problem there that the sprinklers aren't getting to those areas. If the areas that if the areas that are not looking good have more water in the in the cups than the areas that are looking good then it could be that that area is getting too much water from the sprinkler system but that's a that's a very simple and easy way to to check the to check the efficiency coverage, yeah, and the yeah. coverage of your sprinkler system um ideally with a with a with a well-designed system that's operating properly you put that grid of cups out there and run it every cup is going to have virtually the same amount of water in it oh okay so, yeah, yeah that's good will it help if i stick my finger down into the soil and Test for moisture that way too. That does sure. not hurt. Yeah. yeah, you can you can always do that as well. It's not a big patch. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. All right. We'll do. So you think it's just the, just the uh, the watering? Typically, well, it's the watering. Most likely. Yeah, yeah. Most likely. And the good yeah. news is, daimondia is a pretty tough plant. So yeah. once you once you figure out what's going on, I don't think it, you're going to have a problem getting it getting it back on track. And it'll spread and, and fill in all those um, areas that are bad, damaged. Bad spots. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Sounds great. Thank you. You're welcome, Linda. Thank you. Bye-bye. Goodbye now. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. Uh, you know what I saw? I was out walking around the store yesterday and uh, saw some a couple of things that were really interesting. We have um, peach-colored ginger. Have you seen? Did you see those? Yes. They look I, like Kahili ginger. Somebody they, bought a couple of them yesterday afternoon. Yeah, they oh, look wow. like Kahili ginger, but it's, a, but it's peach. But it's peach Just color. the regular talls? Yeah, okay. uh, with a big with a big huh. flower head. Yeah, uh, a nice fragrance to them too. Interesting. And the other one that uh, the other one that caught my eye was the beautiful Rotheca miracoides. <laughs> Easy for you to say. Exactly, yeah. Rotheca. What was it? What, what is, is it? it? It's Clarendendron ugandense. Oh, they changed why? the name. They no. Changed, yeah, uh, they changed why? the name. I don't know. Well, I mean, say, why you know, sometimes they'll change. Sometimes they'll change part of the name, but they won't change the whole name. They change the whole name. Which Clarendendron? Which you can yeah, a little, but yeah, it's a little blue one. It's a beautiful. It's a beautiful plant. We had we had some fifteen gallon patio trees out there. That's what caught my attention, and I'm looking at the, I'm, so and I saw the label, and I'm like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, and and then I'm looking name. at the flower, and I'm like, I know what that is exactly. But yeah, it I I was. I was kind of surprised. They don't really tell us when they change names. Sometimes no, you would. Well, you would think they would, right? They, yeah, it's it, usually when the name change comes in, it, it comes in as we we get it in the store and it's, it's a good and, point, and yeah. it's already changed. And yeah, we, we, yeah. No. And that's also called a butterfly bush. Yes, which is different than yeah, correct. Which, which is different than butterfly. Butterfly, the butterfly right. is exactly. Butterfly. 
that's what the that is the problem a lot of times with the common names as we talked about. Not a lot of about. times, quite often. Yeah, yeah, always. Yeah, always. common names yeah. in San Diego right. are different than common names in New York or in whatever other areas, or in yeah. Kenya where this bush comes from. Correct. Yeah. Right. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. You're listening to Garden Talk on KCBQ and KPRZ. Uh, Derek, stay on the line. We're talking to you as soon as we come back right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman, and we are going back to the phones. We're going to talk to Derek out in El Cajon. Good morning, Derek. How are you? Doing fine. Good morning. How are you doing there? I'm doing well. Thanks for thanks um, for listening. What can we do for you? Well, I'm calling in. I've got a couple of trees that I planted just about a year and a half ago, and they came out, and they were about oh, five foot tall or so, so... Um, they did real well the all last year, made it through last summer, last winter. And then this year, the leaves were just starting to turn brown, uh, kind of dying out. There was a lot of, uh, they actually gained height. They looked like they were doing real well, but now the, you know, my leaves were all turned brown, starting to fall off. I do see new growth, but I didn't know if I'm doing something wrong out there or what I need to do to kind of get them looking healthy. I have a, I have a second one and I'm not sure what, what, um, species avocado they sold me like a pear um but it's doing okay but it's not it's not dying out but the leaves are kind of look kind of cupped uh if the leaves are are cupped it's probably not getting enough it's probably not getting enough water it, uh, they will the foliage will start to roll up uh, if they start to get to on the dry side so you might increase okay. the increase the water or increase the frequency of the water that you're giving them Especially and you, as and you can and, and you can larger. and as 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 they get bigger and then as it with the weather being hot too, uh, mulching will help as well. You know, my neighbor's Let's trees that. that I've been using as my harbinger of why I started watering my avocado more, and it is putting out a lot of new growth. But I just noticed their trees this last week; the tops were burned, so they've yep. been growing really well. They've been getting enough water, but this last couple of weeks, it's been too hot and too dry. And the regular water they were getting, either they missed a cycle or the regular water just wasn't enough and they needed a little bit more, which is what I had to do for my young avocado tree to get it to push out new growth. And it's pushed out a ton because I'm watering it twice a day, multiple times in the morning before I leave in the afternoon when I get back. And And how frequently during a week? Once a week? Every day. So. It's a new, it's a new oh, tree. New tree, new tree. It's Got a it. new okay. tree, and but for I don't a know how tree, often. How often are you watering your tree? So I've been doing once a week, also. Right. And what I'll do is I'll soak, I'll soak it real well, and then I'll go hit other things, and I'll come back there for after it soaks in, and then I'll hit it one more time. And then I've been doing it once a week. But I just listening to what you said on increasing watering. When I first put them in, I was I was watering probably about every every other day, so I was watering more. But then when I saw this. Uh, uh, all this, these dead leaves, you know, drying up and everything. I did increase water, but uh, I didn't know if I had some sort of a, you know, some bug or something that was getting in there. But then I saw this new growth, so I was kind of confused. Yeah, pro- probably water. Uh, you know, if you're doing it once a week, you might want to change that cycle a little, little bit, maybe every fifth day or sixth day, kind of add, add uh-huh. a couple cycles during the month. And increase that basin as that tree yeah, as that tree matures. Say, make sure you know it, doing the same thing, the same uh, basin that the tree was two years ago, uh, is is not as uh, yeah. The roots are going to grow as, out as yeah. moving it out. Okay, okay, all right. I'll start with that. I didn't know. Is there is there anything? Do those things need fertilizer of any type? Or summer? I know summer. I guess is not a good time to do that. Or in the I, heat? Or go ahead. 
You can do it right now. Yeah, it's growing. Absolutely. And if you haven't fed it for a while, do it. Just make sure you don't feed when it's water dry, well yeah. before yeah. you feed so that the soil isn't dry. Yeah, and any good citrus okay. and avocado food would work. The one that we typically recommend is uh, the Grow Power citrus and avocado food. The the uh, humic acid that's in that uh, helps build up the soil. And also, uh, if you haven't done it, uh, it, and as they as they drop their foliage, which they will do naturally, just leave it there, oh. and they they're they're self mulching. Uh, yeah, they leave the foliage right. down on the ground, and, and that'll that will help keep the moisture down in the in the soil as well. Okay, well, I'll, All right. do, I'll do both. I'm gonna, I'll increase water and see if I can get some fertilizer in there and see if we can turn it around. But I appreciate it. Okay, good luck. It sounds like you, it sounds like you'll be able to get it back on track. Have a great weekend. All right, great. Do the same. Thank you. Thanks. Take care. Um, yeah, I'm still looking, no. and I'm still not finding. Still, what was your big smile at me for that song, David? <clears throat> because it's so meaningful to you, and I'm guessing you were extra radiant during that. That song. is yes. That's a, that's that why particularly special song for Capri. Not with me. So I always so. smile. No, it's not. I always smile when it comes on. No, not with you. I know. So I just wanted everybody to know that. Okay. <laughs> quite the smile. George, do you want to briefly tell people about the uh, community tree sure. rebate so, from SDG&E? Yeah, this week's uh, Wednesday Wisdom was about the uh, San, uh, gas, San Diego Gas and Electric has a community tree rebate program for residential customers in specific zip codes. So you have to go to their website. To yeah. see. It's not all of San Diego County, but it ena- enables qualifying um, residential customers throughout the, their region to put trees in that they give you a rebate for, up to $35 for uh, trees and shrubs and some small plants. And, and specific trees Very specific and trees and plants, but it's actually a pretty robust list. I mean, there's a lot of plants on there, a lot more than you would think. Yeah, there's and, a- Including some fruit trees, but the fruit trees are the only one that's limited. You can only get... Two, you can only get two fruit right. trees per And these property. are all in one and five gallon um, containers. So if you're interested, just go to our Facebook page and we have a, a link there for you. What are the yeah, fruit it's trees? Yeah, SD, it's sdge.com slash tree dash rebate. The, uh, uh, the fruit trees are apples, apricots, cherries, figs, guava, loquat, nectarine, peaches, plums, and pomegranates. And if you're trying lot. to save water, the pomegranates and figs are your best I was going to say, I, I, th- I thought your memory was pretty good there, but I see you're just reading it off of your laptop. <laughs> yeah, well, I, most of those I remember because I, I keep looking going, do we want to put a couple trees? Because we're in a qualifying zip code. You are. Unlike you. I, I, am <laughs> I, I am not. I am in a qualifying zip code. Right. And Capri and I were just talking about putting a few more fig trees. Do you think so. this has anything to do with tree equity? It, well, it does actually. If you read some of the it uh, throughout the region, uh, trees and other plant species to help provide direct environmental health, environmental health and economic benefits. Excellent. Hmm. Well, I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to get a couple of trees. I don't have enough fruit trees. And and, and <laughs> just for yeah, it does. It expires in October, so you have to have it done. Uh, all your paper, you have to have your receipt from October, and you have to get it. Turned in and finished by 11 15, 2022. Oh, I like deadlines. Come. Okay. But, well, the 10 inches is going to wash all of our trees away. On the, on, for the plants on the smaller side, um, narrow leaf milkweed and woolly pod milkweed are in there. So if you want to increase your butterfly, your monarch habitat, that's a good way to With do that. With the native species? With the, the native species, yeah. Which we still have. We still have a fairly good selection of them available. As a matter of fact, I think we had I think we had some in we had some of the narrowleaf milkweed and the Asclepias speciosa in four inch pots. We, we do. They were there yesterday, which, yeah. is, which is unusual. Yeah. We we don't we don't see that all that often. But but their list for SDG&E actually includes a, a quite a number of California native plants as well, toyons and hollyleaf cherries, etc. You know, I saw Tory Pine was on there too. For coastal, for only, coastal, yeah, you have to be a coastal zip code to get the Tory Pine yeah. rebate. Because yep. those never get too big to get yeah. into the power yeah. lines, do they? That'd be no. perfect for them. Yeah, they're fine. No, that would never be a problem. I didn't even consider getting non-fruiting trees, I, I know. but there's no reason not to get a few gallons, since I'm paying for it, right? You are <laughs> somewhere on your bill when it goes through everything. You know, uh, fees, this tax at the bottom. It says tree rebate program fee. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there you go. Um, garden classes today, uh, August twentieth. Make, sure make sure you get the dates right. Exactly. August twentieth, uh, nine o'clock in San Diego. It's water saving techniques with James, and at nine thirty in Poway, it's going to be brassicas and other fall vegetables with Farmer Roy, who we talked to just earlier in the show. And next weekend, August twenty seventh, 
um, in San Diego, it's going to be fall vegetables with Josh. And in Poway, it's going to be vegetable seed saving with Adams. So both of those should be I'm going to pay attention to the vegetable seed saving class because I've always used the method of just let them rot yeah. on the ground. They, they'll fall, and yeah. I, I don't know if that's the what he's going to be teaching or not. I think not. it's going to be actually more of a collection yeah, you know, process say. where Probably you take not. them and maybe label them and such and not just see what comes up. Oh, okay. Well, then that, that would be a timely tip, and I'm going, I'm going to make time for me to watch that. And if you want to stop by the Poway store, you can see our second corpse flower that we have managed not to kill. <laughs> corpse is, flower um, plant. Corpse flower plant, yes. The, the, it is not it's flowering. flowering. It right. is in the vegetative growth state at this point in time, which, which is, is, pretty is still pretty impressive. Um, and the other one still hasn't gone dormant yet. So. It should be later this, this fall. It should be starting to soften up should. and crumble to the ground. (laughs) You've been listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We'll be back with another hour next Saturday morning. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.